Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com. Today is Thursday, October the 19th, 2023. I'm Nicole Bivens-Collinson, Managing Principal and Operating Committee Member at Sandler, Travis, and Rosenberg. In 2023, trade isn't just loading whiz-bangs and whoozy-what sits onto a boat or a plane or even providing services in a foreign country. Rather, we're all involved, whether we realize it or not, in the digital economy. The digital economy includes e-commerce, e-marketplaces, online educational courses, streaming platforms, social media, video conferencing, and of course, podcasts like this one. On October 13th, Senator Carper, Democrat from Delaware and Chairman of the Finance Committee's Trade Subcommittee, and Todd Young, Republican from Indiana and a subcommittee member, wrote to the U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai regarding the inclusion of digital trade provisions and negotiations for the Indo-Pacific Economic Partnership, or IPEF. The senators urged Tai to follow four digital economy principles that they consider that are essential for small and medium enterprises, or SMEs. First, the agreement should facilitate the free flow of data, as opposed to many countries data localization requirements, which make digital trade less efficient worldwide and making permanent the current moratorium on customs duties on electronic transmissions. Second, negotiate a unified framework of trusted standards, perhaps based on a Japanese proposal for seamless data flow across borders. Third, enhance the tools available to SMEs, including e-invoicing provisions, similar to those that are found in a digital economy partnership agreement that was negotiated by New Zealand, Chile, and Singapore. And fourth, include privacy standards that specify what data can be collected and retained by companies in order to appropriately mitigate global cybersecurity and data privacy risks. They urge the U.S. not to follow China or EU model that they say is pursuing a digital sovereignty policy which restricts American companies operating in their markets. The USMCA added digital trade rules and the negotiation of a U.S.-Japan digital trade agreement also reflect some of this new reality, but the senators noted that these agreements should serve as a floor, not as a ceiling, in crafting enforceable digital trade rules. So digital trade and the digital economy is here. We need to bring our antiquated laws, rules, and regulations into the digital world, and sooner rather than later. With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world. This is for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. The hiring of an attorney is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Ask us to send you free written information about our qualifications and experience. Email us at messages at strtrade.com.